Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Heather. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. Hey, 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 guys. What's up? This is The Best You Nation. I'm Adler, and this is Finn. What's up, guys? How How you doing, my guy, Finn? It's going. It's another day. Another opportunity to be the best version of myself. Excited to be here. How are you, man? Man, I'm good. Outside of the fact um, I'm trying to get Finn to change his haircut to the Bruce Wayne haircut. I don't know if anybody's... uh, this has been a hot topic, a hot topic for debate. Uh, Finn is, is notorious for being the short hair um, guy. Like he's always got the short uh, hair look. And I said he needs to kind of go a little bit more on top and then have the smooth Bruce Wayne thing going on. I sent him a video. It, it, again, the guy made a very compelling argument. I see nothing wrong with it. Um, but we're going to do a, a, a small little poll. Should Finn grow out his hair for his wedding day? Hmm? Hmm? Okay. Bruce Wayne, or should we go for uh, the classic Finn fit? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, but uh, outside of that, uh, I know me personally, it was a pretty solid week. Um, just... Uh, a little bit more time to kind of do some personal things uh, between like, you know, uh, work and um, a couple other side hustles and stuff. So I kind of got a chance to dive into those a little bit more this week. Um, so I I had a pretty productive week. How about you? I think I had a pretty productive week myself too, man. I, um, we had talked about our account, the accountability group last week and um, I, you know, was I was I was motivated to post my first like workout thing in the group, and um, I didn't know, I didn't know, uh, <laughs> I've I don't know if I've actually really ever like focused on running a five k. Like I've I've run I've ran sorry I've ran uh, ten miles before. I remember that was a time where I was very angry and upset about something, and I just ran until I couldn't stop, and I ran like ten miles that day. But I never said, hey, today I'm going to run a 5K. It was either I ran, oh, I coincidentally ran like 3.6 miles or I ran short of that. But I had a goal in mind and I said, I'm going to run a 5K. So just for viewers, the listeners that are hearing this, I... It's uh, 3.10 miles. Yes. So 3.1 miles. Um, So this is my first time in my life where I said, I'm going to run a 5K. Right. So mind you, I hadn't, I haven't run in a while, like genuinely ran, like I haven't sat down or not sat down. I have never, like, I hadn't ran in a hot minute. Ballpark it for me. So basically I, I went, I went this past week. I ran, I ran a 5k in 32 minutes, which in my mind, when I looked it up, like what the average like 5K is for a 24-year-old, it's anywhere between, I said, I think it's a 29 to 37 minutes is like the, the average. And then I looked at another website just to kind of give more motivation. And I saw that there's beginner, intermediate, like there's yeah, different Yeah, it depends levels. on what your competitive level is. Yeah. 
So I was actually between beginner and intermediate. Like I was more, I was like right on the line that was on the graph. And that basically just means that I'm running faster than a 35 minute 5k, but I'm not, I'm not running a 30 minute 5k. So I'm like right on the cusp, which I'm only saying this not to brag, but I'm just saying this because like, you know, I ran, I had no idea where I was running. I just set a goal in the Apple watch and I said, I'm going to run, I'm going to get it done. And when I was finished, I was like, wow, this was, this was rewarding. I'll be honest. I felt like I did leg day the days afterwards. I was really sore, but I guess the purpose of what I'm trying to get at is, is when you have a goal and I wanted to give up like multiple times. Like when I hit the first mile, I was like, oh man, I got two more to go. And then when I hit the mile and a half, <clears throat> I was like, dang, I still have, a, I have to do this one more time. Like I have to keep running, but it felt so good to be able to when you got to like mile three when i got to mile three i actually sprinted that last part because it's getting that point one is like you only got a tenth of a mile i was actually passing i was passing wendy's when i hit the three mile marker and i was just like i'm almost home not that i care about eating wendy's but i'm just saying it was just funny because i was at the three mile marker in front of wendy's and i said all right I'm gonna sprint. I'm gonna sprint this last point one. And I'm surprised you said Wendy's because there's a Chick Fil A right there. You could have been like, "Yeah, I was by the Chick Fil A." Yeah, well, there's a Chick Fil A, but I was already past. I was. Priority, I didn't sir. really like. If I had to look to my right, the first thing I saw was Wendy's. If I would have saw Chick Fil A, I would have been obviously Chick Fil A. But, um, which by the way, is I'm not eating chicken anymore, nor am I eating beef. So I'm on a vegan diet. Yep. But no, that that was that was uh, a milestone for me this past week was just being able to go out there and say I'm gonna run a 5k, do the 5k, do it in 32 minutes, and now for this next week I'm gonna do another 5k and I want to beat my time. I want to beat that 32 minutes. You'll get faster. I want to be faster. And I actually was reading that if you run your first couple miles or your first mile and a half slower, that you're supposed to actually run your last mile faster. And you're supposed to be able to actually see that, and I'm like, that's just well, kind of seems weird. That it's, it's not, it's not actually kind of, it's not actually not that weird. Only because um, the first mile or so is like, is about like loosening, loosening up like the body, getting the body right. like you're setting it into shock. It doesn't know that it's it's gonna go through all this pain, and it's trying to get comfortable doing what you're doing. So it usually takes about like seven to 10 minutes for your body to get adjusted. And once your body's adjusted, you actually begin to move a little faster because it's like, all right. Like I, I know for me, when I, if I want a good like five mile pace, I got to make sure that the first three, they're at like a solid, a solid pace. And after that, I'm, I'm cruising for the last two. Right. No, for sure. I mean, then that's kind of like what I, I didn't know that going in as much as I like running. I'm a, I would say my dad always asked me, are you a distance runner or are you a speed runner? And I would always do the speed because I feel like I was faster. But um, I, I think I actually shared this one time on a track and field meet. I ran too fast in the beginning. I burned myself out uh, in the 400 meter dash. So, yeah. but no, it was, it was an awesome, it was really, honestly, it was nice to just get out. I, I told myself I would need to make sure I put my, my watch on the charge. I hadn't really been wearing my watch recently. Uh, it just kind of, I just, having all these electronic devices on us and even in the room, we don't keep any electronics in the room besides the actual like old school night, like nightstand. Uh, well, you don't, clock. you don't have to use the watch to run if you don't want to use the watch. Well, no, I, 
I used it because I like I do like that it tracks like it does give you more information because I think it updated and now it tells you if which those different zones you stay in, your pace, even your oh, yeah. distance. It tells you it gives you information about your step dif- difference, what you can do to improve. And one of the things for me, I just wanted to get back into my running because we talk about cardio and consistency. I've been really, really hardcore about and, and this is kind of actually going to tie into what we're talking about today. And I'm going to let you take it because I feel like this is you know, you and I were talking off air. This was you bringing this to the table, but it's who you're surrounded by and who you spend time with and who's, who's propelling you forward. Who's giving you that drive. Who's motivating you. Who's reminding you that you can do something. And genuinely speaking, like I just remember when we were in Georgia and I running up that hill, I was very cocky because I was like, Oh, I could do this. Not a problem. Blah, 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 blah. And you're running up there. Like it was a breeze. You, you said, Oh, you know, surprisingly, I'm keeping up very well. Oh yeah, I remember saying that. I remember saying that, and, and I was just kind of like, I was like, well, you know, like, you know, that's. I'm glad that you're doing good, but I don't want you to think that you know you can just take six months off and then like do it one day and be like, yeah, I can just do it any like, do it like that. Like, well, and that's why I I felt it. I felt it when I did my the five k. And that's kind of why I shared in the group because it wasn't ever a like, hey, I'm going to do a 5K. It was like my first time saying today I'm going to do a 5K. And if I've ever tried, I never mentioned it to anybody because I didn't didn't meet the 3.1 mile run. So um, I I think this is kind of like a little additional to add on to what we're going to be talking today. And I'll uh, I'll let you take it, man. I know this is this is going to be a good topic today. Um, Well, for those of you that don't know – I set up an accountability chat um, with uh, just a, f- a few people that I knew that because um, that, for some reason, everybody always really likes talking about like their physical goals with me. So I figured that I'm having these micro conversations with like, you know, seven to 10 different people at a time. I would much rather just put it all in one group, one accountability group, and then have us just network and chat there because I think that would be a lot easier for me to manage one. And then two, you get a whole bunch of like-minded individuals in a group and we got to, we kind of keep ourselves motivated and go back and forth. So um, like the reason that, that, that was huge to me um, just because uh, now, especially with the way I work and um, how I travel so consistently, I don't really get a chance to interact with a whole bunch of like-minded people um, so I had to find a way to make it work for me. And, um, it, this kind of ties in with, um, what we're discussing today because, um, I, and I'm, I'm sure if, if you were to ask any one of the listeners or anyone who's ever, um, you know, went from, uh, like made an immense amount of progress, went from like something from nothing to something, right. Um, you realize that as you continue on your personal growth journey, that you have to surround yourself with the right people. And that's the most imperative thing that you can do in order for you to continue growing and making the progress that you you're, you're seeking, you have to get the right people around you. And um, the hard truth that we have to learn um, just, just people we got to learn is that we can't change people. We can't force them to 
stop thinking the way they think, stop reacting the way they react. We can't force any change on a person unless they actually want change. That's first and foremost. However, you can change the people that you're actually around. So meaning that if you have, you know, you hang out with five cigarette smokers, statistically speaking, your chances of becoming a cigarette smoker increases significantly because you're around a group of people that identify as smokers. So if you take yourself and remove yourself out of that situation, then you've put yourself around five people that work out four to five times a week. Now you're more likely to go to the gym and be consistent with your workouts because now you see that there's a group of people in a social circle that are talking about their workouts, talking about their struggles and actually doing the work. And now you have something to identify, something to tie you with. And not only that, but now you pick up a positive habit. So um, basically, long story short, you can't always change the people around you. However, you can change the people that you have around you. That's a very good point, man. I actually, so I was listening to you and I wanted to, I wanted to dive into something because I feel like a lot of the times we get so strung up with the idea that we have to fit in with people and we have to be a part of a certain group of people, or maybe we have to, we have to change or alter us to be a part of a group of people that won't actually propel us in the direction that we already know where we want to go. Now, how do you kind of sum that up? In my earlier days, um, I remember I tried to be a part of the cool kids. And when I say cool kids, I'm talking about like your football players, the guys that were popular in school, everybody liked spending time with. One thing that I noticed was that it really didn't make me feel better about myself. It actually made me feel like I was trying too hard to fit into a a group of people that weren't necessarily on the same mindset or had the same um, uh, vision as me. Now, of course, this was like seventh and eighth grade, even through high school. I realized that I wasn't really supposed to, I wasn't a popular kid, but I also wasn't like, and and this is going to sound horrible because at the time you would look at where you were on the sliding scale. And one of the things that I remember doing, like I, I, when I started hanging out with people that were cooler or popular, I kind of diminished my relationships I had with the people that were, uh, you know, that I used to spend time with. And while we're focused on sometimes trying to change the people around us, like sometimes the change, the only person you can change is yourself. Everything on the exterior as far as like who you're spending time with and what group of people are going to have an influence on you, that's going to determine on the change you make internally, as well as where you want to go as far as your, um, dang, I'm trying to, I have a thought, I have a thought in my brain and it's like, it's circulating itself. Uh, For me, the one thing that I, I'm trying to explain something that happened like 10, 15 years ago. And it's like weird to try to explain because it's like, this is a middle school mindset that I think everybody experiences and we try to plug it into day to day right now. 
Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to come up, I'm going to think of a different example, but to talk about what you were saying, okay. People are going to be the five smokers that are like the five smokers that you talked about for me wasn't the, it wasn't really smoking. It was more so I'll use the example of trying to, uh, I guess I'll stay to being cool, being cool. And I remember as I got older, we got together again and they were still the same. My friends that I had hung out with that were trying to be cool. And I won't mention names, but I just personally didn't feel like we were on the same page. Like mm-hmm. I, if you have to think of a book, I was like on chapter three or four because I wanted to be in chapter three and four. I had made some personal life goals that pushed me forward as far as like, okay, you're 18 now. You got to figure out what you want to do career-wise. That's a chapter. Okay, now you're having to figure out a car payment or certain bills, school. It's another chapter in your life. You it's mean like milestones? Milestones, yeah, like chapters yeah. in the book. So they're like milestones. So you you reach these yeah. different milestones. And I remember getting together with my friend, like my friends from my childhood it just wasn't the same. You know, we didn't have the same vision on life as we did or as we thought we did at a different part of our journey. I'm trying to clean up what I was trying to say earlier because I was just saying it was a really bad start. But I mean, do you think when you when you when you see that there are people in your circle that aren't going to change, that it's very common for us to want to change. Right. We want to we want people around us to understand where we're coming from. It's kind of like even now I talk about being vegan. I'm not like fully on like full blown like I have only done it for two weeks, but I talk about it and. People aren't going to change their mindset or their way of eating or doing whatever it is, the lifestyle, the wellness of it, because I say it and I'm okay with that. But if I start hanging out with just vegans or people who associate themselves with the mindset of being a vegan, they're going to understand and have much more relation or relatability than if I'm talking to somebody who doesn't. So, well, and, and you know, there's also that social aspect, especially amongst men, right? Um, where like if your plate has too, too many greens, like other guys start to, you know, give, you know, uh, guys will be guys and they start giving you a hard time about what's in your plate. Like, I, I think, you know, somebody once told me that um, having lettuce and tomatoes and carrots on your plate is rabbit food or, you know, just saying, just, I don't know, just saying some insane stuff just because that's something that they don't do. They don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, but you, you're, you're eating the way that you're eating because you have just a genuine, um, you're genuinely just being more health conscious. Right. I just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain it from a pers- like more personal perspective, but it's like, I had a hard time trying to fit in with people, right? That's kind of what I said in the beginning, but then like trying to change people just never worked for me. And then I try to change me to fit in with people that weren't changing. And I wasn't satisfied by that. That's kind of what I was saying in the beginning with the cool guys and the popular kids in school. And now going as, now that I'm get as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that it's, you have to uh, change the people and 
not necessarily the individual. It's the type of people you spend your time with. Like, if I wanna, correct. So if I'm if I'm if I'm looking to be more successful, and this is going to be subjective, but if I'm wanting to learn more about stocks or being more inv- invested in my entrepreneurial mindset, it makes more sense to spend time with people or change your circle with people who are also focused on the same goal or have more knowledge than you or wisdom that they are willing to share with you. Like 10 years ago, if you asked me this, I'd probably say, I have no idea. I'd want to just be around a bunch of cool kids. Now, like as I'm older, I realize that I want to jump on that train. And the only way you do that, you grow, right? You grow and you become, there's that saying, you are what you eat. It's kind of the same concept where like if you spend time with people who are going to uh, or looking to become successful, you're going to find yourself pretty much right there. Your chances are higher, I should say. That's the better wording. So like what I'm trying to get at what I'm from my my standpoint is, is that I at one point in my life wanted to change people to fit my standards of what it is to be a friend. That never worked. So then I went to a different approach where I would – I would change myself to fit in with people who wouldn't change and that didn't also work. And then I changed and I viewed my life a little differently and I took, I didn't take life so for granted and people around me still wouldn't change, but I changed, but I didn't want to fit in with them. I didn't realize, I I realized that I wasn't thinking the way that they were. Do you have like any like specific example of this because like like i hear i hear you like you you've changed and you made a whole bunch of changes but do you have like a an actual like um like example or story that you want to share or okay so story okay yes i'm gonna i'm gonna dumb it down because i i'm I'm overcomplicating this for myself way too much and i don't want to because i I I know what i want to say i like it's in my head and i know this is a very 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 genuine topic that I think people genuinely struggle with because we try to alter the way people are to make ourselves more comfortable or to make us feel better about ourselves. It's kind of like when we talk about bullying, but bullies bully people to bring them to their level so they feel less of an outlier. And so we try to change people like their emotions, their mentality, their spirituality, their physicality, to fit our preference versus it actually being about, okay, maybe I just need to, I have five people that I can have in my circle. I need to remove three because it's not helping me. And it's nothing against them. It's just that I need, I need people who are thinking like me. I need people who are going to propel me forward and not hold me back. And as hard as that is, is that that's the thing we fall to that excuse. Oh man, but they're really good people. Are they good people? Then they're not going to judge you for making a decision or a choice. To better let me, let me I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda help uh clean this up for you. Um for the person that is listening and um it's their first time listening and they're coming in and they're hearing about like all right, you can't change the people um and how they think and what they um you know how they present themselves. You can't make them see the world from your viewpoint, but you can change the group of people that you hang out with and change to a different um, group that gives, um, that is more 
um, I guess, like-minded that can help you pursue other goals and to learn and to be more than what you currently are. Um, for the first person, for the person that's just like, okay, hey, I struggle with this. I'm thinking I've been in this situation before and I don't know how to get past it. I think the first step that you have to identify is who are you? And then who do you want to be? Now, you once you ask yourself those two questions, it kind of gives like, it brings everything down to a basic level. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. Now, how do I bridge the gap between these two people? And then that's when you have to start reevaluating. Is this, is the, my friend group, the group of people that I spend the most time with, is that a group that's beneficial into turning to that person I want to be? Or is that a hindrance? Is that going to hold me back? And that's part of that. It's like, I, I guess you'd have to be able to be self-aware and be able to do that self-reflection in order to be like, you know what? I need to change my surroundings. This is not a good look for me. Right. Um, I don't know if you... I don't know if you ever no, heard that's, of Aaron no, that's been, You know, that is exactly where I was trying to get at. It's just that I think I was also being a little weird because I about it because obviously I don't – I'm not the type of person that wants to be disrespectful or be mean. I just – I'm trying – I'm trying to avoid that. I was trying to be honest without being hurtful. But there is a reality check that you get personally. Oh, but you're not being hurtful. It, like you're not saying anything hurtful. You're just saying that it, you got to a point where the person that you were trying to be couldn't exist staying around those same people. And that's exactly where I was getting at. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not hurtful. That's not bashing. It's just realizing that, you know what, the person I'm, that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to set out to become it doesn't exist here. And the only place it exists is on some other side of the, the uh, of the grass, which I don't know what it looks like, but you have to take that step moving forward in faith, knowing that I have to leave these, these people behind because I know that whatever's um, around that next bend and around the next hill, that's going to help me get to the, the spot that I'd like to be at. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's, that's, it's, it, it's okay. Like, I, I, I think that this is part, one of those things that like, I always get like, I always get slightly annoyed with is like society almost makes you feel bad for wanting more, for wanting to be better. Mm. Like it, it's almost like you're being insulting because you're not content with where you're at in life. And because everyone else that's around you, they're content with their lives, they're getting upset or agitated with you and they make you feel bad for wanting more. And I, I think that the reason why they, they end up making you feel bad for wanting more is because it almost threatens their own existence. It almost makes them have to reevaluate themselves and be like, hey, I could be doing more, but I don't want to do more. And because I don't want to do more, I can't hang out with this person anymore. And it works vice versa. There's people that I know who I'm no longer friends with. And that's because I decided to move a whole different direction. It's okay. Like it's, it's a mutual, it's a mutual thing. 
And you also got to remember that sometimes the people that are currently in your life aren't meant to be at the end of the 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 the, the book, that chapter that you, you were referring to earlier. Some of those people that are in your chapter of life right now aren't meant to stay for the whole entire book. They're only meant to be in that chapter and then you move on from them. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because human beings are constantly changing and seeking growth and desiring to become better versions of themselves. So there's always a constant influx of change and we should never really be ashamed of changing because that is in our nature. Every five years, you're, you're disliking um, what you liked before. They're now different. You don't view the world in the same light that you do at 25 that you, like you did it in 15. It's right. meant to happen. It's a natural progression of life. You literally, you understand, that's what I love too, man, is that you understand, you understand me, right? So this is a, I know we, I always use us as an example because it's just cliche. It's, it's very easy to go to because it's, we're two hosts of a podcast that we share our like-mindedness, right? We talk about something that we both, we, we joked about this when we're in our seventies where you know, we're going to talk about how like this podcast just started off as this and has grown and the legacy that's going to be left behind with it. But I remember trying to do this on my own and I've just used this as an example because I think it gives people also the person who's listening to this the first time. I started this on my own for about a month or so. And I remember being in my bedroom. Uh, this is when I was obviously single and I was renting a room, but I, I had no idea what I was really doing. I was just kind of like talking about stuff that I felt like people needed to hear and things that kind of implied to my life and how I was able to think and get through a lot of the, the situations that I personally went through. And I just wanted to find a way, a platform and a way to explain that or share that because like, yeah, it's great getting on a live or like a streaming like app or whatever to talk about things, but like a podcast where people like love audiobooks, people like listening on their way to work or on a long drive to, you know, like a road trip. And one of the things that I realized is that even though I knew I have a lot of knowledge, I've had a lot of experiences that have given me wisdom and knowledge. It's not about really age. It's more so the experience that gives you that understanding and that opening. And when I was realizing that I wasn't really getting anywhere with it, I actually told, I told you, I prayed about this. I prayed and I asked God to show me and give me clarity and understanding of in my mind, I could have chose anybody to do this podcast with, right? I had like said to myself, I could do this with anybody. And I knew I knew people longer than I knew you, but I knew that even though I didn't know you as long, I knew that our collaboration and our like-mindedness and the goals that we both had, because we sat down, I remember where we sat down, we were at a Starbucks, you were doing exactly. 24 hours in a day, I was doing <laughs> the motive. Uh, actually, I scrolled to do some old photos and I found some of my old motive stuff. It was pretty funny. Um, and I remember there was a photo that I had made for you while you were doing like uh, like when you were first promoting 24 hours in a day. I still had the photo. I'll have to, I'll have to send it to you. But yeah. um, it's just that development was like I didn't really like we knew each other. But you have friends that you've known all your life, right? You, like you have friends you've known all your life. You could have done the very same thing and said, no, man, it's cool. I appreciate you. And you could have done a podcast with someone you've known for 25 plus years. 
And so it's not always about the people you grew up with or the people that you know in the moment for five years, six years, 10 years. Sometimes what leads us is the realization that I can relate to this person in mindness, like in my like-mindedness. And so for me, when I prayed about it and God said, hey, obviously, you know, for some people that might be a little weird hearing that, but like, it was just, I knew when I said, hey man, you want to do this podcast? Because it really was just like the guest experience. Like you were just a guest at the time. And I had you on my show and the feedback that I got from people and the amount of people that reached out said, hey man, you know, having Adler on your show, man, that was so awesome. You guys are, you guys just vibe so well. The chemistry, yeah, the dynamic, man, was there. And so when I heard that, that is when I knew, like, hey, this is this is it. And you were the this was the right this you were the right person to do this podcast with. So like, and I and I say this because and sometimes in life we start something whether it's by ourselves or with other people, but it's changing the exterior environment like changing the outside, not necessarily the individuals on the chessboard, but it's changing the environment that you're playing the game of chess. And so I know that sounds weird, but that's how I'm reading this question or how I'm reading this topic. It's not changing. It's not changing people individually. It's changing the environment that people are already in. So it's like, it's mind blowing when you come across people who think the way that you do or want to reach a similar goal like you do. And it's like, wow, I can actually be me. It's easier to reach. Like you say it best. You can exist. You can exist more abundantly and more valuable. You feel more valuable and you feel more inclined to do things and become and evolve to the person you want to be. If you're around people who are seeking or propelling the same way you are. I don't know. I just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of thought into this conversation because I think this is kind of like something for me I had a hard time with genuinely. Well, so let me, I'm going to, I'm going to give a, I'm going to give an actual story because I, like in my head, the way I, I I'm, I'm trying to like hear it right is from the viewer's standpoint, like let's say you're at a crossroad and you're listening um, to this, right. And you're thinking to yourself, you know, I've asked, I've often thought about that I, I might need to change my circle, but I'm not sure if I want to do that. I'm nervous because this is all I know. This is like my friends and, you know, um, everything. Let me just share a story. There used to be um, a kid that I was in high school with. Um, he ended up, uh, to no fault of his own, his, his dad ended up uh, getting sick and the family vi- business that they were doing at the time um, ended up uh, being compromised because, you know, dad is no longer there. Well, he was there, but just not physically capable of running the business the way he used to. So what ended up happening was um, this kid that I know, um, you know, instead of graduating and going off to college and going through that party phase and trying to find who you who you were and and all that stuff. He never really had the luxury of doing that because he had to keep the family business afloat. So while he was working um, tirelessly from 18 to 30 years old, 12 years of just work, uh, I can say for myself, um, 18 to roughly 24, 20, 24-ish, 
uh, it was one big party. It was just always trying to find um, the next um, social outing to, to go to. Um, let's get drinks. Let's, um, you know, have fun. Let's go, let's go wild. Let's go crazy. Like that was the priority in my life at the time. And with my buddy, right. He ended up, uh, now I think he's a little bit older than me. He's, uh, 33 going on 34. And, um, now he, to look back, he's, you know, 34, he's married, he's got a son, he's, you know, uh, cleaned up, like, not not necessarily cleaned up his life because he never really got off track, but he ended up doing things completely different than how I did. And whereas, like, I, when I hit 24 and, the like, the, fin- like, the final year of nursing school, I said, you know what, I think I need to kind of start get, getting serious. I need to start kind of, you know, um, the new the new phrase that we say amongst my my group of friends is lock in. I need to lock in. I need to start doing what I need to do. Mm. And um, just to look back and to see the, the those twelve years of those twelve years that my my friend was working, I was literally slacking off up until like maybe the last four or five five years of you know, in that time frame, right? And um, I just think about how much further I could have been had I locked in. And my epiphany moment was I went out to this bonfire um, gathering, right? And the, the, the crazy thing about like going to, so, trying to find the next social gathering and the next hot place to hang out and party and do all that stuff is you slowly start to see a transition of the group of people that are around you start to become younger and younger and younger. And it's not because, um, you know, you're going to like a place that only goes to young crowds. It's because a lot of the people that are in your age group, age bracket have decided, Hey, it's time for me to grow up. I can't do this anymore. Hmm. And I remember being at this like bonfire and I'm looking around and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be having fun. And this isn't fun anymore. And I remember I, I went with a friend of mine and I looked over to him and, you know, he looked at me and I was like, bro, this isn't fun anymore, is it? And he's like, bro, I want to get out of here. And so we left. And I remember that night, I, I just kept thinking to myself, I think I have to, I have to start changing the things that I do. Um, in the Bible, it says um, that you can tell what type of fruit you, um, by, you can tell what type of plant you are by the fruit that you bear. Meaning that um, if I produce apples, you can tell I'm an apple tree. If I produce oranges, you can tell I'm an orange tree. So the fruits that um, present themselves in your life, you can see what the person's habits, their mindset, and everything, just by looking at the fruit that they bear. So meaning um, at that time, I was broke. And the reason why I was broke is because I was spending all my money just partying. And it, 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 I, I, I was um, broke spiritually, broke morally, um, broke financially, broke in every sense of the word. And 
it had nothing to do about my job. It had everything to do with my mindset and the people that I surrounded myself. And I found that once I had that epiphany moment at that bonfire, I stopped hanging out with like a good 75% of the people that I was hanging out with. And I started kind of moving in my own direction. And that's when, um, I, I know you've met Dennis before. That's when I became friends with Dennis at some point. And um, that's when, um, obviously, I've always had, like, you know, you met James and you met, like, a lot of those group of, group of friends that I've had since I was, like, 15. Um, that's when, like, I had to transition. Like, and even, like, one of my, my friends that I'm really close friends with now, I ended up, like, not talking to him for, like, a good two years because him and I had a disconnect. I was like, where you're going, I don't want to go. I want to head this way. And it wasn't until like maybe a year and a half, two years later, you know, we reconnected and we were like, hey, you know, I think that we're, we're both trying to head this direction. Let's let's do it together. Let's push. Like, So um, I, I say that long-winded story to explain that every person has that moment where they re- they start to reflect and say, I want more in life. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you also got to realize that um, in order for a plant to grow, you have to be in a location that gets the most sunlight. And if you're not getting sunlight with the people that you're hanging out with currently, maybe it's time to change your circle and move someplace else where you can get watered, where you can get the sunlight, where you can get the nutrition, where you can grow. Because you will not grow if you stay in that same spot. That's it, man. Mic drop. (laughs) You know, you, you basically, you took everything that I was thinking and and you simplified it. Everything that I pretty much in my mind is, I think this, the conversation even for somebody who has an intention, like is intentional about helping people. Um, if I, if I can be frank, if I can be honest about this, like I was, when I had my epiphany moment, right. Just as we're kind of like wrapping this up today, my epiphany moment was at a Halloween party. I was 21. I was at a Halloween party. I had just gone through like a really, 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 really just tough, tough situation between, you know, a really bad breakup. And I just didn't understand what it was about me that didn't necessarily um like what was it about me that people didn't like i thought i was just like this guy that just didn't have the social abilities like i i I talked to everybody and i just didn't understand like what was wrong with me and that was the first mistake that i had made is i kept thinking what was i doing wrong right so at this party and i was drinking i drank a lot i had a lot of beer (laughs) I had a lot of uh, a lot of beer. I drank so much beer. I drank a lot of water with it, but I drank a lot of beer. I basically just sat on that couch and I started crying. I mean, I was like, it was weird because it was like, yeah, I just was there. It was like a bunch of people there. It was a Halloween party. I was like dressed up. I don't remember what I was dressed up as, but I was dressed up. And I know it sounds weird, and you can laugh. I don't care. I'm not worried about that. No, no, I wasn't. I was, I was just confident. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying for anybody who listens, to this, you might laugh and hear this, but we've all had our moment where this was in front of a bunch of people or this was behind a closed door by yourself, that epiphany moment for me, like you said, like at a bonfire, I realized when I was sitting there and I mean, this is the best way I can explain this is I was watching and I was crying. Like 
it wasn't loud crying. I just had like tears come down my face. And I saw all these people just drinking their AWSs off just like I was. But I was kind of like drunk, but I was sobering up. And I remember looking around and I just kind of realized like these people do this every single day. I cannot do this every, every single, single day. How do people day. do this every single every day? Single. And I'm like, I can't drink <laughs> like this. There's no, I mean, I like my moments where I drink tequila or I have had my fair share of drinking beer and a glass of red wine. That's nice. Moderation, of course. In moderation. Yeah. But that yeah. epiphany moment, the epiphany moment that I had was yeah. this is not the lifestyle for me. And I remember coming out of that uh, that that party. I actually got an Uber, and I went home. And I lay down. I took a shower. I lay down, and I just kind of I just fell asleep. But I woke up and I said, I, "I got I got things to do. I got things to do." I'm not inspiring anybody by going out and drinking and hopefully that something is going to happen. But what I'm saying is, in my situation, my epiphany moment, very similar to you, but at a bonfire, but it was a group of people. I realized I could not spend time with people like this anymore. It was just not. Healthy for me. I was crying on a couch at my buddy's parties. Everyone's playing beer pong and being crazy. Like I just, I, at that time I realized I was just not, it's not who I am. But coming back from it, I realized that when I started hanging out with people and spending time around people that I needed to be around, that's when I went to EMT school. I started realizing that I wanted to become a nurse and that's even from my, even from an occupational perspective, people always ask me, you're an EMT. Why are you in the ER? And I, my response is, when you spend time and you saturate your time in an environment that you want to be in later, you're only preparing yourself and your mindset to be even better at the time when, at, when that time in your life when you're there. So like if I'm an EMT now in the emergency room, my mindset is that I'm around nurses, doctors, nurse practitioners, PAs that are also going to be there when I'm a nurse. So it's like if you surround yourself with people now that are going to elevate you and propel you to the direction that you need to go, that could be now, it could be in the very moment, that could be for the future, whatever the case may be, you're setting yourself up for better chances to see a change in your own personal life. I think that was like one of the things that I was, you, I mean, you summed up everything that I was trying to say and you, you nailed it, man. You, you, your experiences in life have given you so much insight. And I think that's one thing what I love about our podcast is that there is, I mean, you know, you tell me all the time, don't worry about age. It doesn't matter, but you've experienced more. Let's face it. You've experienced more. You've been through a lot of things yourself and you see where I'm at and go, holy cow, like it's crazy. And we can talk about it off air and we relate and we find ways to bring this conversation to the table. Obviously for me, some things are a little bit more traumatic and it's, I'm in moments where it's hard for me to share it because I don't know how to share it. And there's even healing on an episode like this today for myself, like hearing what you said live, I'm saying this right now, even for me or today, this was a reminder for me. So, and and this is just another thing that like, I, 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 it was something that was also in the back of my head. Um, um, I don't know if you noticed my my shirt. My shirt um, is. I noticed it before Father we. Lopez. Yeah. This is Father Lopez track and field 2009. Um, I was part of the track team. Uh, so I went to Lopez, right? 
And um, there are, and this is actually a very sad statistics out of all of the class graduating classes in Lopez. I think my graduating class has the most like young deaths, right? Like we have so many people that was in my graduating class that overdosed on different drugs, um, ended up like going to rehab, um, like ended up just, just making poor decisions. And I don't know if that's just a product of my environment or um, just, uh, you know, what it could be. Um, but I guess that when I hit that that epiphany moment at the bonfire, I was thinking about like all the other kids that had died from drunk driving or from whatever, um, of whatever ailments that, you know, they ended up passing from. And I realized that if I don't change, I will die. That was the mindset. I need to change or I will die. Hmm. There is nothing that will benefit me from doing this every weekend, night and night out, going out and just partying. I'm spending my money. I'm making terrible decisions. I need to clean up my act. And the the crazy thing is, right? And after this, I'm done. We can we can you know call it a day. The eyes are the gateway to the soul, meaning that what you put before your eyes, what you consume, whether it be food, what you're listening to, what you're viewing, what you're watching, what you're intaking. It has you are. It will manifest and it will manifest itself in your life, hmm. depending on what you're intaking. So if you're intaking um, knowledge, learning a new skill, then it those those fruits will present themselves in your life. But if you're just watching, you know, terrible things. Um, watching, uh, listening to like the terrible music. Like I, I hardly ever listen to um, the music that I used to listen to only because if you really simplify it, it basically, it has nothing, I, it has nothing in common with the life that I'm trying to live. So in, instead I switched from listening to music when I drive to listening to podcasts, listening to, you know, the news, listening to financial education, listening to different things that I probably would have never thought in a million years I'd be interested in. But I start to play those things because I understand that what I intake is what I output in the world. And I have to be very mindful what it is that I'm taking in at any given moment, any time, whether it be food, whether it be what I'm watching, or whether it be what I'm listening all of it factors into who I'm trying to become. And the question really always comes down to this. If is what I'm watching or what I'm listening to or what I'm exposing myself to going to help or hinder my growth process. And if it's going to hurt my growth process, then I'm more likely going to stay away from it. This is why I don't watch scare movies. I understand people say, Oh, Adler, you're such a wimp. You're such a, no, I, it doesn't oh, matter I about you. I don't watch scary yeah. movies because I don't need that in my life. I don't need to watch that and like, you know, intake that like I maybe to other people, it affects them differently. And that's cool. 
But for me, when I watch scary movies, it creates nightmares and like my mind starts going just a million miles an hour. So I always prefer just to be very mindful what I'm ingesting at any given point in time. That's right. Phoebe agrees. I, I think she does. It looks like it. She's been chilling this entire time while we've been recording, but today's episode is brought to you by Phoebe. Yes, thank Phoebe's you. Phoebe's our child. She's been she's been chilling like a little villain. She's the best version of herself every day, right, Phoebe? But yeah, she's- in, all, in all seriousness, uh, man, today's episode, I feel like yes, I, I feel like in the beginning it was kind of hard because I had my own personal. I don't know, my own little personal situation with it, but I think we finally were able to get a little bit more clarity. And I think um, for anyone who's out there listening to this, sometimes we get at that that fork road, we try to understand, hey, what what am I trying to change, the people or the, the environment? And naturally in the environment, the people that you're around are going to be more like you if that's what you want. Um, it's just... That's just the way it works. But I appreciate you helping me see it. I mean, this was this was in itself even good for me to hear because I needed. I will say I will say this as a side note, it can work to your benefit and to your detriment as well. So meaning that if you're not self-aware and you're in a a group of people that um, they just do some terrible things um, like. uh, I my philosophy, especially on racism, I always go to racism, right? Racism isn't something that you naturally are are born with. It's something that's taught. So the circle of people that you're around is something that you learn that from. So if you're in a culture that like views um, other races or other cultures as less than, then more than likely you're going to start to spew those same um, rhetoric um, if you're not mindful. And you won't see anything wrong with it because that's how you were raised. That's how... you know, everyone's always talked. And just because everyone's always done it doesn't mean that it's correct. You have to be willing to reflect at on within your own self and be like, hey, you know what? I heard this and I've experienced this, but I probably shouldn't be living it. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's a side note. I just want to kind of just no, put you, out there. You make it, it can work either way. It can work to your detriment or to your benefit. So you just have to yeah. be very mindful. Very true. Very true, man. Well, this episode, it's in the books. This one is going to be be one that I think people are going to probably listen to and hear a different message for themselves. Um, I think one thing that I want to leave you guys with as well is that you can follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Gotcha. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at The Best You Nation. Um, I know we haven't really talked about it a lot recently, but there are some awesome, awesome, awesome little changes going on on our website to make your experience a bit more, uh, I would say, more wonderful. Uh, Obviously, we got coffee. We have some other things coming around. Uh, We'll talk about that in the near future. But most importantly, guys, we're trying to really grow our presence on Spotify. And if you already listen to the podcast on Apple, that's awesome. If you're somebody who likes to listen to Spotify music, because I know a lot of people do, uh, follow us and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify as well and make Spotify something daily for you routinely. There's a lot of, a lot of, actually there's a lot of podcasts on Spotify that are not on Apple and not that there's nothing wrong with Apple. And it's just that we want to be able to grow 
with our Spotify community. There's there's a few of you guys out there who've been there since day one. We want to continue to grow there. And if you definitely. feel motivated. Yeah, that- definitely um, show us some love. Give us your support. Um, uh, hit a, hit like and subscribe. You got to understand this, right? Um, I, I, I view this podcast as almost like a form of community service only because you we take time out of our week um, every week to share um, and come up with a, a show that, you know, is relatively interesting um, that can help you like just stop and think um, about your own life. And um, we do our best to consistently do it and we don't get paid for it. Um, we, you know, we basically, we pay to present you this project. Sure. Right? We are, we're we paying, pay to, we're paying for it to be available yeah. to people as well. Yeah. So, this isn't like for me, I've never really got into like the whole podcast thing for money. Um, it was more so just to be able to inflict some form of positive change um, from the very get go. And right. um, you can always change the people that you're physically around, but how can you touch and affect people's lives from afar? And the podcast just seemed to be like the most logical thing. Um, uh, I, I, I know me personally, I, I use Instagram as that, that same type of tool. And I just started, um, a, a, um, TikTok, um, account just so that way I can keep on, um, you know, finding more people just to give words of, um, encouragement, give words of affirmation. And, um, you know, if there's anybody who's, uh, you know, got any questions or wants to reach out to us, you know where to reach out to reach out to us. Um, the best you nation. Um, also, um, we have um, we have a special guest coming on in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, we got to keep that secret. We're, we're not ready to unveil that. We're not but we talk do about have, who it is, um, but we got to. I feel like for anyone who listens all the way through, should know if you're listening to this all the way to the end. Yeah, we we have a pretty interesting guest. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time, and um, just definitely check out our social media platforms. Um, the Finn Foster on Instagram. I am um, 24 hours a day on Instagram and then 24 hours in a day on um, TikTok as well. Um, just do our be- do your best. Just show your like, um, love and support for us um, because it's not, again, we do this just from the kindness of our hearts because this is something that we're passionate about. But um, if you, you know, if this has helped you or benefited you in any way, shape, or form, then do us a favor. Send us a like, hit us, hit us up with a uh, subscribe, and just keep showing support. And we'll keep on giving you guys the topics that you guys want to hear from us. And you know, we'll keep on growing um, together. Love it. Yeah. That being said, take care. Else. Peace.